702. The Political Desk. All right, it's nine before seven. No such thing as a free lunch, right? You remember the finance minister, Tidon Boweni, making it very clear that uh, we'll soon be running out of money. In fact, he said we're now going to raise $7 billion from international financed institutions, even, of course, as we already have a runaway debt problem. Uh, the challenge is uh, the ratings agencies aren't convinced we can turn the corner within the time frame we think we might. There's a lot to do. Reduce government spending, boost growth, fix SOEs, but do we have the gumption to do it? We're joined by contributing editor at the Business Times, Hilary Joffe. Always a pleasure to chat to you. Welcome back to our program. Thank you, Bongani. Good morning. You know, there was a time, Hillary, when the ANC and the Alliance partners would have felt, frankly, insulted at the very idea of going to institutions like the IMF. Indeed, yes. Um, I think there was always a concern from the birth of democracy in South Africa that uh, having to resort to the IMF and the World Bank would um, deny us our national sovereignty, that we would be no longer in control of our own economic fortunes if we had to uh, take a package of debt from the IMF, the usual kinds of conditions that it imposes. But um, necessity forces decisions on the one hand. I think we have this year to borrow more than 300 billion more than we had expected in February, and we have to find that somewhere. Somewhere, right. Um, but the context is also, Bongani, that the IMF itself has swung into action very early on in the COVID crisis, swung into yeah. action, made available enormous money to assist countries who got into trouble in the COVID crisis. So has already given 77 countries financial assistance under a whole range of emergency programs. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, that, and we are applying for one of them. Well, that's where I was going to go, because uh, they'll argue that uh, the rapid financing instrument is COVID-specific and we're not the only ones. Yes, and Bongani, uh, it is proving not to be so rapid in South Africa's uh-huh. case. I think it was... Uh, it was the end of March when the finance minister said, let's not be ideological about it. Um, the international financial institutions are making money available. Let's take advantage. And here we are in mid-June still negotiating um, what the finance minister said were tough negotiations. And um, although I think uh, both ANC and the ANC and the government have supported this approach to the IMF, uh, because the money is not sort of as conditional as the normal IMF money, um, this money is not a free lunch, as you said. Well, that's an interesting uh, view because uh, Claire Bissaker has a a really interesting theory in uh, the business day today, and she's arguing uh, that part of uh, the picture that uh, Mboweni presented uh, in that adjusted speech, that adjusted budget last week, was perhaps uh, more rosy than where we actually find ourselves, uh, particularly when it comes to our debt ratio, and that, in fact, that might be uh, really to signal a certain idea of our public finances, which may be worse than what he told us. What's your view on that? I do think that uh, the supplementary budget that Mr. Mboweni presented last week is a huge stretch. I mean, he is relying to stabilize the debt by 2023-24 and avoid a debt crisis. He is relying on doing 250 billion rands worth of spending cuts, and that's over and above the public sector pay uh, reigning in that he's already budgeting for. So it's a huge ask, but 
um, it may well be that to go to the IMF and say we would like your $4.2 billion, which is what yeah. we want, we have to put a package in place to, um, and we do have to commit to stabilizing the public debt because what countries have had to do, and South Africa is certainly not alone in this, is when you apply for one of these programs from the IMF, yeah. even the emergency programs, you have to write a letter of intent signed by the Minister of Finance and the Central Bank Governor saying, we are in a mess now, basically, but we have plans to get out of it once the crisis is over. And that means we are going to restore our public finances to health and we are going to put measures in place to grow the economy. And that is what South Africa, like many other countries, is going to have to do. So I think see the budget last week in that context. Monty Makanya says maybe we need a Thatcher moment, uh, but uh, you know, do we have the courage? I mean, public wages are at a record high. There are many who would say this president is for the turning. On the one hand, I certainly do hope we have the courage uh, because, as uh, the finance minister warned, we are on our way into a real debt spiral where we do risk losing our national sovereignty if we don't get the public finances under control. I mean, in a few years' time, we could be heading to the INF, not just for a COVID crisis package, but for a full-on INF package. And where we and, and that is the concern. On the other hand, the cost socially and economically of reigning in the, the spending, we've got ourselves into a, a real fiscal hole, yeah. The cost to the economy and society is steep at a time when really government has promised to implement quite a lot of stuff to help us through the crisis, a lot of support measures. So the pressure on spending is quite great at a time when the finance minister needs to rein it in. And I think that is really a huge dilemma and um, does well indeed require quite severe trade-offs. But can we do it? I mean, the politics are also quite complicated. There are so many uh, competing interests within the party itself, uh, depending on which faction uh, is gaining ascendancy at any particular moment. Then there are questions around uh, the broader alliance. Uh, and outside of that tent, uh, you know, tensions between labor, uh, government and big business. Can we get it all right? I think it's a huge ask. I think we are already, um, there is already uh, a dispute between government and the public sector unions over the 160 billion of um, public sector pay cuts that have already been penciled into the budget in February. And over and above that, the government uh, wants to achieve an enormous cut over the next couple of years. 250 billion is is really a, a pretty gigantic cut. At a time when government spending has been sort of sliced and dust and reallocated already over a few years. And as you say, um, there is a lot of tension within government. There are no doubt a lot of cabinet ministers who agreed to this plan but uh, may not realise or may simply be in denial about what it really entails. And I do think that, that uh, doing it is going to be a really enormous ask and a really enormous political battle lies ahead. On the other hand, not doing it risks the sovereign debt crisis of which uh, the finance minister warned us last week. There are those who say some of his cabinet colleagues uh, just smile and nod in response to what he says, perhaps with little understanding or intention on actually delivering the changes that we so desperately need. We'll leave it there. Hilary Joffe, the contributing editor of The Business Times.